Hello, friends. This is Caleb Suko, and you are listening to the Gospel Today. Welcome, friends. This is really the first episode of the new year, although I did do a short recording that I produced just uh, a week ago, I think, and sent it out, kind of explaining some of the new, new, I guess, the new name and the new focus of the podcast, although it's really not a new focus. These are things that I've been talking about for the last several years on the podcast, but I really wanted to bring in, I guess, some of that that wider focus, could bring it down, narrow it down a little bit more so that you could understand, too, what we're talking about, and that's why I rebranded it, and instead of Now is the Time, which was the original name which seemed a little bit maybe unclear of what I was talking about. Just just call it the gospel today. And the gospel, because that's what I want to talk about, is the gospel, gospel issues in our lives. What is the gospel? How can we share the gospel? How does the gospel affect my marriage, my family, my ch- how I raise my children, my work, my, my entertainment? All of those gospel issues which are core to who we are and how we live as believers and also today, because if the gospel is not changing us today, if we are not meeting the problems of today's world with the gospel, if we are not overcoming those challenges with the gospel, if we are not facing the challenges of new philosophies, new religions, new approaches to life or takes on God and salvation that are not biblical, if we're not facing those things today, then we're definitely going to lose out tomorrow. So we need to be looking at how does the gospel inform us today? How can we face those challenges against the gospel today? Whether they be moral challenges in our own lives or in the lives of our families, or they be apologetic I mean apologetic, uh, having to do with um, with arguing for the truth of Christianity, whether they be apologetic challenges that come against our belief and our understanding of the gospel message from God's words. So that's that's the focus that we are that I want to bring to the podcast. And of course, I will be talking a little bit about some things that are going on in Ukraine, some things that are going on in our ministry here, which obviously has to do with the gospel as well, but I'm glad that you have joined me for this, like I said, first full-fledged episode of 2020. It seems strange to even say 2020, but yes, here we are in 2020. That is our today. It is the year that God has given us to use for his glory and for the gospel. And I want to ask you, friend, have you planned for the gospel in your life in 2020. Christine and I, we sat down and we, on I think, on well, on the 1st, actually, we sat down, I think we talked about a little bit on, on the 31st of December, then on the 1st of January, we sat down, started writing down our plan for the year. You know, resolutions, like always, I know that probably will not be able to fulfill all of them. But as I'm writing those resolutions, you know, one of the things that, that I always want to focus on, make sure I do do not put it on the back burner and give it second place, is how am I planning for the gospel 
in my life this year. There's such a focus on at the beginning of the year on New Year's resolutions. And it's interesting. I looked up the figures for the United States and I found that the main resolutions, the top three resolutions were to eat healthier, exercise more, and lose weight. Isn't that interesting? Eat healthier, exercise more, and lose weight. Top three resolutions in America all having to do with temporary things all having to do with, with just just health which you know let's 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 face it that is an important thing i mean i, I don't want to downplay it and say well you know health is not you know don't take care of your health because that wouldn't that doesn't please god or something or or become overly you know uh, uh self-righteous and spiritual and 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 not take care of my health and then claim that this is some sort of a sacrifice that I'm making for God. No, no, I don't, I don't want to say that at all. But what, what I do want to say is, is I guess what, what Paul says is that, you know, it's, it's of some gain, physical training, health. It's of some gain. But I think that we as Christians, we should not put it at the top of our resolutions. And and I want to I want to be honest with you. I I do have a number of resolutions. I well, I don't even know if I would call them necessarily resolutions, but plans and and ways that I want to discipline my life this year. And some of those include health. But what about those the spiritual aspects? What about those gospel aspects? I want to plan for those things too in my year. I want to put them in my calendar. I want to make them part of my my discipline in in this year so that because you know what I found friends is if I don't plan for it it's probably not going to happen. And so I'll share with you just a little bit kind of how I'm planning for some of those things in in my 2020 how I've kind of integrated them into my calendar and also just just some suggestions maybe some ways that that you can can plan for them as well. And what Christina and I have done is is we both have journals and I have to I have to admit I'm not I I have not been in the past much of a, you know, paper and pen type of a person. I I tend to do everything on the computer partly cuz I have bad handwriting. <laughs> and uh, Christina loves to do things on paper and and I applaud her for that. I think it's I think it's really great. But more and more, I don't know, as I come become older, I am gradually, slowly migrating more towards towards paper and pen, at least trying to. And so one of the things that Christina and I do is we both have have journals that that we keep, I guess journals or planner, maybe planner is a better word for it. Nivnik uh, is the word in Russian, and and so we use those those uh, planners to write down what we want to accomplish in this you know in the year, write down our goals, and then and then we we have some sort of a calendar there and some sort of a journal there as well, and so basically what we do is we, we split our life up into several different categories, and you know for instance a couple of the categories I have I have I have, I have um, uh, family, a category for family. I have category for 
personal growth. I have a category for ministry. Um, I have a category for health as well. I don't have my planner here right in front of me, so I can't remember all my categories off the top of my head. But I have about I think about six, six or seven different categories that that I want to focus on, and and just just you know large categories in my life. And so for each category, I, I write down uh, a number of things that I believe, uh, and some of those are, are scriptural understandings. You know, like for instance, family. You know, so I, I write down things like I believe that that I am responsible for my family. I believe that I need to be the spiritual leader of my family. I believe that I need to be an example for my family. And and, and those things that I understand, that I believe, uh, those truths that I find in Scripture about, about the aspect of my life, I write them down. And then I write down, you know, several several goals. And so for each each of those asp- or each of those uh, areas of my life, I, I want to have some spiritual goals too. Like for instance, well, let's let's just talk about family because that's the first one that I brought up. So, for instance, for my family, I, I want to be able to have uh, a Bible reading time and prayer time with the kids at least three times a week, and that's kind of getting harder as they grow older, as they uh, you know, have different things that they're involved in and stuff. But at least three times a week. Uh, I like to sit down, read a section of scripture with them, talk about it with them, and pray with them. And so, so how do how do I do that? Uh, one of the ways I do that is through my planner. Uh, for each month, we we, we have a, a calendar in our planners, and all of those all of those things that I want to accomplish, I record in the calendar. So I've got January written down every day in the evening. Christine and I sit down and we mark. Okay, you know, for instance, um, I wanted to, like I said, I wanted to have uh, family Bible reading prayer time three times a week with the kids. Did I do that today? If I did that today, then I have a little symbol for that. I put in my calendar. I did it. And then I can quickly look over and I can see, okay, you know what? I we've only read the Bible with the kids once this week. We need to do that once or twice more, or twice more, you know, to meet my my goal. And it's very easy for me to see that. Very easy for me to keep accountability with myself. And Christina can help me keep that accountability too. But I, I find friends, if if you don't plan for it and if you don't have a way to record it, then it's it's unlikely that you're going to be very successful in that thing. And and so another another thing that I, I want to do is I want to regularly share the gospel with someone. And so that's in my planner too. That's in my calendar too. Whenever I have an opportunity to share the gospel with someone, I record it in my calendar so I can look back and say, hey, you know what? Yesterday I shared the gospel with so-and-so. And and then what I do is I record those things and then I immediately I write those things down in my prayer journal. And it's all, actually it's all just one journal for me. And I decided this year too that um, instead of having just you know separate journals and, and everything, that as I record the events of the day, I will pray about those things. And I don't, I don't know how you pray, but I, I found that one of the effective ways for me to pray is to pray by writing. And so I tend to write my prayers out every day, and 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 that keeps that gives me a record of my prayers as well. And I can see what I've been praying about over the course of the last days or weeks or months. And and so so that helps me to keep those spiritual goals in front of me. 
and to also record them and keep me accountable for those those spiritual goals in my life. But I want to encourage you that as you think about planning for this year, as you think about resolutions for this year, probably you've already set some of those. Maybe maybe you can set a couple more. I don't know. But think, you know, how are you planning for the gospel? And and so here here's a couple of suggestions of. I guess you could say gospel or yeah, gospel aspects that you could be planning for this year that you could put into your calendar that you could record that you could um, that that you you could put as a goal to to strive for. So, for instance, may, maybe you want to write down, maybe you want to make a goal of, hey, I'd like to share the gospel at least at least once a week. I mean, that that'd be doable, wouldn't it? I want to share the gospel at least once a week with someone and write it down record it then pray for that person or maybe you want to just you know put specific people down in your in your plans i'd like to this year or this month share the gospel with i don't know who david and paul and sarah write their names down pray for them then share the gospel with those people but you know, besides sharing the gospel, there's there's other ways that you know other kinds of gospel. I think goals that we can put in our lives. One of them I, I mentioned was was studying the Bible with the family. I think that's a gospel goal. I'm helping my children to understand who God is, helping them understand what God's plan is for them, helping them understand aspects of salvation and grace and forgiveness, helping them understand the teaching of Jesus Christ. That's also a gospel goal. But what about you? How, how are you growing in the gospel? Maybe maybe put some goals down for yourself. I'd like to, this year or this month, I'd like to, to read a, a book that will better help me to understand the gospel. I'd like to memorize some verses of Scripture, maybe a chapter. In fact, that was one of the things that, that I put in. Uh, this year, uh, for for the year, I chose Psalm 37 as kind of my anthem for the year. And so each month, I'm just focusing on two or three or four verses from Psalm 37. And so, so for 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 January, I'm focusing on verses one and two. And for February, I focus on verses three, four, and five. And, and, and that, that helps me to, to keep God's word and the gospel central to my mind, mindset, my outlook. So there's a number of ways that you can, uh, maybe it is, uh, another goal you could put is, Hey, I want to work on discipling someone this year, discipling them in gospel truths. So, so. You know, we don't have to make it all just about sharing the gospel, although that's certainly a part of it too. And I have some goals in that area, those areas, some plans in those areas as well. But how are you developing in the gospel? How are you helping others in the gospel? How are you sharing the gospel? Think about ways that you can put that in your calendar, put that in your plans, put that in your goals for or your resolutions for 2020. And I'd like to I'd like to hear from you. How, how are you planning for the gospel in 2020? Maybe you have some of those things that I mentioned. Maybe you have some other suggestions that would be interesting for me to hear. I think this is a uh, something where we can maybe help each other to 
uh, have new ideas on how we can plan for for the gospel in our own lives. So if you have an idea or or something that you're planning for that is uh, you know gospel focused, share that with me, and and uh, maybe I will I'll respond to that on the next episode of the podcast. Well. I hope that you are planning for the gospel in 2020. I want to share with you, I'd like to share with you on each episode just a couple of resources, gospel resources as well. Because, like I said, it's gospel gospel today. And so gospel today, I think we need to be using technology and using uh, resources that, that really are are understandable and helpful in the world today. So the first one that I want to share with you, and I don't even remember, I'm trying to remember. Oh yeah. Uh, so let's see in November. Yeah. The first uh, week of November, I was in Bucharest for a, uh, we'll call it a missions round table. We had a bunch of different leaders coming together from, uh, central Europe, Eastern Europe and, 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 uh, talking about, how their churches are doing missions and sharing, how we can improve in missions. And anyway, I had contact with a number of brothers, let's just say brothers from the East, okay? Uh, I can't, probably, I don't think they necessarily want me to name the country they're from, just for their own security, but a number of brothers from the East, and they shared with me this this little, um, actually, I think it was a pamphlet, uh, but it had a website on it, and the website is called thestoryfilm.com and they had it in their language and I looked it up and I said like, wow this is this is very interesting it's in a number of different languages i think maybe 20 plus languages in fact if you go to the website and i'll put a link in the story notes for this uh this website but they have let's see i can just quickly they have uh, arabic syrian arabic egyptian arabic chinese farsi French, German, Japanese, Haitian, Creole, Hindi, Indonesian, Korean, Nepali, Marathi. I don't know what that is. I've never heard of that language. Maybe you've heard of it. What is Marathi? M-A-R-A-T-H-I. Portuguese, Punjabi, Russian, Spanish, Swahili, Tamil, and Telugu. So those are the languages they have. What is that? That's about 20 different languages, I guess. And if you go to the website, thestoryfilm.com, you can you can sign in there, uh, or you can get an account on there. But the main thing is they have this; they call it the story, and the story is is not too long, but they have a film, a great film, and it's in all these different languages. You can share it in in whatever language you want. If you have a friend, and that, this is the great thing that I find that you know, especially if you're in a city like Odessa here, where let's say you you know we have a lot of foreigners. Uh, this is something that it, it's an app as well. I'll, I'll share the link to the, to the iPhone app and the Android app. I have it on my, my phone and you can, if you're sitting with someone on the plane or, or you want to talk to somebody who doesn't nest, you know, maybe doesn't speak your language very well, you can pop this open and it's likely, it's likely that they speak one of the languages that is on this app. And then you can share that story, which is the gospel stories, chronological gospel story, and you can share that with them in their language. And, you know, I think I think that's a pretty cool thing. And if if you know the language yourself, then I mean if if you know the story yourself, then you can kind of follow along because you're gonna be able to um you know you're gonna be able to see 
uh, where they are in the story uh, because there's because of the background pictures and, and everything. So so basically, the the main parts of the story they have uh, the creation it says the story begins with God who has always been, He has always existed, and He has always existed exactly as He is now. If it seems confusing, it's because He is beyond what anyone can fully comprehend. And then for each of these little sections, they have a. And they have a couple of verses that you can read from Scripture. So that would be Genesis 1-1 and Psalm 90, verse 2. I'll read, I'll read just a little bit so you can kind of get an idea. Uh, creation. In the beginning, God spoke and everything came into existence. By his command, the entire universe was created and filled with a dramatic display of galaxies, stars, and planets, including Earth, on which was a perfect garden of paradise called Eden. Of all the beauty he created, the masterpiece was man and woman. God made Adam and Eve in his image to reflect him. They were created with the grand purpose of worshiping him by loving him, serving him, and enjoying relationship with him. I like that. That that's that's accurate, right? It's a summary, but it is it is accurate. And they talk about how there was harmony, how everything was perfect in the garden. And then they the next section is the fall and disobedience and the consequences of that. And you have Romans 3.10 and Romans 3.19. And then the need, the need for salvation. Then you have the rescue. And so it just goes in this kind of logical, chronological order that helps people to uh, understand the gospel. And so anyway, I want to recommend that as a, a pretty decent gospel resource that you could use, especially it's effective if you can download it on your on your uh, iPhone or, or on your phone or on your Android phone. And then the other thing that I want to mention about this resource, too, is that if you do sign up, uh, then what you can do is they give you a special link that is... Uh, attached to your account and then you can share you can share this story like on Facebook or whatever social media and then it tracks it tracks how many people go and watch it it tracks even how many people at the end I think gives them opportunity like do you would you uh, I, I have to look at that actually at the end how it does that hold on let me see if I can find that um, because I think at the end it sort of like gives them opportunity. Like, would you like to put your trust in Christ? Oh yeah, it says respond. Okay, so at the end it says respond. Uh, response: God is inviting you to be part of the story. He is writing through the ages to come. He is offering salvation to you today, which is your invitation to rescue which is your invitation to the rescue God offers. You can embrace the rescue of God by simply admitting your need to God asking him to forgive you, trusting in Jesus alone to rescue you, following Jesus Christ, the king of your life, in faith from this day forward. And and then you have two buttons at the bottom there. And one says, yes, I want rescue. And the other says, ask a question. And so if you share this story on your Facebook, or may, maybe you, you want to just share it like, individually with someone say you're chatting with someone like for instance on christmas you know i had a number of people write to me wish me merry christmas some of them were not believers some of them were 
from different religions and and um and then i can share this say hey you know merry christmas back to you here's a story for you and then at the end they can say yeah i want i want to rest i want god to rescue me i do i do know understand my need i i want to ask him forgiveness i will trust jesus christ for my savior and so and then it will it will record that and and you can see oh look somebody said yes <laughs> you know and hopefully they understood and, and and they really did believe but anyway I think that's a good resource. Uh, like I said, I'll put the link in the in the show notes for this episode of the podcast. And the other resource that I wanted to share with you, and this is a resource that we have in Russian as well, it's a small little book by by Greg Gilbert called "Who Is Jesus," and this is one of those books that. Uh, you could read, and uh, it's interesting, but it is really primarily designed for giving to someone else to read. It's this little red book. It looks really nice. In fact, um, I think last year we gave this out to visitors to our church on Christmas, and it just says, "Who is Jesus?" and um, and 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 I find it just to be a very simple, uh, straightforward uh, kind of a book. And they can really just help people understand the the basic truths of of who Jesus is, and so it talks, for instance, about it says he was an extraordinary man, but he was more than that. Um, he was the King of Israel, but he was the King of Kings, the Great I Am, uh, the Triumph of the Last Adam, uh, the Lamb of God, the Sacrifice for Man. It talks about his resurrection at the end. And I think this is a great book that you could definitely give to a neighbor or a family member, give to somebody that's kind of interested in Christianity. In fact, I gave it to someone. Oh, yeah. I gave it to, to someone yesterday. Um, I, had, I had a young man visiting my office, and he had questions about Hare Krishna. <laughs> that's that's an, another topic, by the way. Uh, I don't know if you ever run into them, but uh, we do have Hare Krishna in in Ukraine. Anyway, he had questions about Hare Krishna and whether or not they're biblical. And um, anyway, he, he's been coming to our church for a little bit. He's interested, and I don't I don't think he's quite there yet as far as belief. So I just gave him this book. I said, "Hey, here's here's a book that I think might help you with your understanding of who Jesus is and Christianity." And, and, and he was very open to it. And in fact, I am just started going through uh, with him through the story of hope, which, okay, fine. Let's mention that as a resource too. Although I feel like I, I mentioned that a lot, but, uh, but maybe I haven't, uh, in the past, but so I started going through the story of hope, which is the chronological Bible study that we use to help unbelievers see God's plan of salvation from Genesis through Revelation. And so we, we started going through the story of hope, but I gave him this book, uh, Who is Jesus, as well. So great resource to to give as a gift. And then the story of hope, I'll just mention that as a third resource, as something that is can be used one primarily one-on-one, but also in a group, uh, to study the Bible with an unbeliever going from Genesis through Revelation, 20 stories in the Old Testament, 20 stories in the New Testament, gives them a great foundation to understand the gospel because you know what we find is that people 
can respond to the gospel sometimes without really understanding it. And if they don't understand it, they can't really put their faith in Christ. And so uh, that's that's the resource that we use. That's the training that we do here in Ukraine for 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 gospel um, sharing the gospel. And so those are three resources, friends, that uh, I hope will help you in sharing the gospel in 2020. Now, I usually do the news from Ukraine or the news from our ministry uh, at the beginning, but I guess I'm going to do it towards the, now, uh, more towards the end of the this podcast episode. But here we go, news from Ukraine. Now, I don't know why it is, friends, but it seems like the last six months, Ukraine has been in the news in the United States very often. And and in fact, I've had people writing to me, Caleb, what do you think about Trump and Zelensky and all of this kind of stuff? And, you know, my answer is, my answer is, it, it's politics. And I mean, what do you expect? It's politics. And I'm, and I'm not too worried about it. Uh, my main concern is that Ukraine would remain open to the preaching of the gospel. And thankfully, uh, just as far as the Ukraine war goes, we have freedoms here in Odessa, in Kiev, in most of Ukraine, except for those areas that have been taken over by Russian separatists. So we thankfully uh, do have peace and freedom here. Uh, those areas in eastern Ukraine, again, the situation hasn't changed too much, but uh, the churches there are def- definitely much more limited in what they can do, especially outside of their church doors. And uh, a number of them have been pressed out of their church doors uh, by government officials. So that's, that's, that's difficult. That, that would be Lugansk and Donetsk. We work with a number of churches there. We try to help them. We have a, f- a fund, Ukraine Crisis Fund, which uh, over the past uh, or in the fall, we were able to to give aid to to a number of churches in that area to help just help them, you know, keep the heat on and and keep going forward with ministry in in difficult times there. So so we're continuing to do that. Um, and then you know the other item in the news was just last day or two was this Boeing uh, 737 that was shot down, leaving uh, Tehran, uh, Iran. And, um, you know, that that was shocking, and it looks like it probably was brought down by some, some missiles. You know, I think that as believers, we can't let these events get us too out of sorts. We have to trust that God is in control ultimately, and that no matter what happens, our focus needs to be on 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 the primary primary important things, which is the gospel. And and so, uh, yeah, it is a little disconcerting things that are going on between U.S. and Iran, and now somehow Ukraine is in the middle of all of that. But like I said. We have freedom to preach the gospel here. We're going to continue to preach the gospel here. We have plans to um, to do training in a number of churches this year. In fact, uh, 
end of January. Christine and I are going to Bucharest. Uh, we actually have security training in Bucharest that we're going to be taking part of. And then, uh, along with uh, two other pastors from Ukraine, we are going to be doing training on evangelism in Bucharest. They ask us to come train on how to do evangelism with art, which is is, is really exciting uh, because we were there in November for the, the Missions Roundtable that I was telling you about earlier. And when we were there, I started talking with, with some of the some of the believers there and sharing with them about some of the art ministry that, that our partners are doing here. They're like, wow, we really would like to do that in in Bucharest. And so I said, hey, we can come and we can help your church and we can train you and get you set up. So they said, yeah, come. So we're doing that. Uh, actually, that's going to be February 1st and 2nd in Bucharest. And and have a number of other churches planned where we're going to be um, doing gospel or evangelism seminars uh, in in January and February. So appreciate your prayers for those things, and also for Christina, uh, as she, she you know she's really uh, doing um, more and more with the Women's Center, and has opportunity to work with a number of unbelieving clients there on a regular basis. One of them, she's also going through the story of hope, chronological Bible teaching. And so pray for her as she works, especially with the two clients that she's working with on a regular basis. Uh, those are, are wonderful opportunities. And then also, you know, just want to mention, um, uh, we do some outreach with students here in Odessa. In fact, tonight, Friday night, we're doing a movie night in English. We'll have students from a uh, number of different countries from uh, Africa, from, uh, let's see, from Africa, from India, and um, and from the Middle East. And so, so we're going to watch a movie, and then we are going to discuss it, and we're going to look at some of the, yeah, some of the gospel issues in that movie. And so that's a, a, another way that we can kind of, that we can share the gospel. So appreciate your prayers for that. All right, friends, I think I'm going to close it, close down this episode for now and until next week when we will talk about more gospel issues. I would would love to hear your response to some of the things that I mentioned here. Maybe you have some way that you're planning for the gospel in 2020. Maybe you have a gospel resource that you would like to share. You can share that with me. Go to sukofamily.org slash ask or just leave a comment on uh, on the website or on Facebook. If you see this post on Facebook, wherever. But uh, sukofamily.org slash ask. You can actually leave a recording there. We appreciate your prayers. And your support, as always, we are here serving the Lord. And, uh, and that is because of the, the generous support of, of many people, which allow us to stay here and focus on this and give our lives to to helping believers share the gospel and to sharing the gospel with unbelievers. All right, friends, until now, the gospel is the gospel for yesterday, for today, and for tomorrow. But let's make sure that we keep the gospel at the center of our life today.